Welcome everybody to another episode of the Back to the Basics podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Eddie. And today, we are super excited, super nostalgic to be talking about one of the greatest video game consoles of all time. Possibly, dare I say, one of the greatest Nintendo consoles, if not the greatest of all time, the Nintendo 64, baby. And honestly, okay, so Eddie came over and he saw the way I wrapped the the, the, the controllers and he called me a psychopath. What, so what, we're, we're going to do this right now. Right now, dude. What What is this? Okay. This is the way you wrap. This is how you wrap a controller. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> no, dude. This is how you wrap it. Who does that? Who, who wraps their controller like... Okay, and for everybody listening to the audio version of the podcast, I just want to remind you that we do have video form of every single podcast over on YouTube, Instagram TV, Facebook, all that greatness. Just look us up. Um, but yeah, dude, Eddie, so go you're ahead crazy. and check that out so you can see what exactly we're talking about. This man raps controllers crazily. Um, it's called OCD. But besides that, we're jumping into Nintendo 64 today, and I can't wait. We've got the Fantastic N64s. First time ever ha- holding one physically in my hands, that fire red, orange. Ooh, it's my beautiful. favorite. My favorite. And I can't wait to start talking about this. So we're going to go ahead and jump into today's episode. But before that, Josh, anything hey, else? We have a virtual dojo that you can take part in come and hang out with us it's called back to the basics.com we we got all the audio versions of our podcast there we got the videos of us there uh links to the socials and everything like that so if you want to hang out go over to the dojo back to the basics.com follow us on the socials if you do want to keep up to date with our shenanigans because we have a lot of them (laughs) And with that being said, let's get into N64 Nintendo 64 Bits of Nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, dude. This is it. We talking about this. Okay. See, you're accusing me, all right? Of being a psychopath about the way I wrap my controller. I want to talk about this. Just the tendencies, man. Just, you know, psychopathic tendencies. Um, this is how you wrap a controller. For for everybody out there, I, I know this is how you guys wrap it, right? No. Nobody wraps it that way. Look how psychopathic. Across, look, look at that. Across. You know? Okay, well, I, I'll agree that, yeah, most people wrap it that way, but that's because everyone's a psychopath. Who does this? Look at this. Who? who... You see this? This is the way you wrap. This is OCD. This is, okay, wrapping a controller like this, for one. Who in the blue hell wraps a controller? Well, like we wrap this in the orange hell, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, the fire orange. We're going to get into that, that fantastic, baby. I'm super excited. It's all I wanna, fantastic. I want to get this out the way, though. Two things. We're going to talk about this N64 controller right now, and... um. It's perfect. I used to wrap it like a psychopath, like the cross. No, like like that, right? You still do. You still do. Obviously, <laughs> you still does. Look it. Okay, this does not put any pressure or any bullshit because you know how old school, old school. Look at, listen to me, listen to me. Old school controllers, retro game controllers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, ASMR. 
old school, old school um, controllers. What would happen with your controller? You start having to like hold the cord this way, right? Because it wouldn't connect. You got to like bend the cord down and wrap it around just so it, it, it works. And what happens is because when, when, when savages, like you people out there apparently, when you wrap it super tight around the thing like that, you you start pulling the connection out, right? See, I used to wrap it. I used to wrap it. Let me take this uh, this rumble pack off real quick. Yeah, Star Fox, baby. Yeah, I used to wrap it so similar to this, but instead of wrapping it around this way, I'd wrap it through the middle. Even and so worse. It mm, mm, <laughs> debatable, debatable. Uh, to me, if he's talking about relieving the pressure, it just goes straight down around and then it comes back the other side gotcha so it it, it was a it's little too smarter bad. yeah it was not a little too smarter bad. on my part um i think this is just my ocd like i said i um, think it is man you might be you might be on what what you call it the spectrum oh <laughs> we going guns out you might be on the spectrum, hey, guns guns out we got not shots that there's fired. anything wrong with that you know no dude we're all on the spectrum we just don't know it exactly though so outside of that okay we have the rap we we have the rap right yeah, yeah. You were just wrap it up. That's the only. Got to wrap it up, man. That's the only way you to were, go. You were telling me that you don't put your hand <laughs> in the middle right here. <laughs> you use you use it like a traditional controller. Yeah, and you apparently are like Mister Fantastic. You're like Reed Richards over here, Plastic Man, Mister Stretch, Stretch Armstrong, baby. Yeah. Uh, apparently. <laughs> hey, now you just flex it. Um, uh, apparently, you have your th- thumb over here by the D-pad, and you use your uh, elongated thumb to to use <laughs> the analog stick. Well, see, I got big hands. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's not it's not that much of a stretch for me. You know, I just hold it like a classic controller, and then uh, you know the little joystick is is, is right there. It's, already right there so so i just so when i'm playing mario kart and i'm whooping josh's ass in mario kart i just hold the you know the control stick all the way up hit that blue a button and i'm just off to the races like yoshi bro yeah i'm shooting green shells that's crazy that's crazy um but hey dude who doesn't hold their controller like that everybody psychopath um so uh th- i just wanted to start with that because th- that's different it's weird right hey we have different ways to wrap it up we have different ways to control it you know hey but at the con- end of the day a controller gets controlled hey, you know I mean? at, that's, at, that's what it is at the end of the day it is so beautiful man because we all play it oh yeah still play it to this day did you know n64 did you know the more you know well, the more you lay know. it on me lay it hey, on me um I don't know what they were called. Some company. I I, I had read that. Nintendo. Uh, no, no, no. Some company approached Nintendo back in the day. And something, some Silicon Valley. Sega? Uh, they, uh, I don't know. They had said something about, they promised the N64 film-like CGI, film-like graphics. I remember you said something about that. They, 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 they had two examples that I think this is just absolutely hilarious. They had two examples. They said we gonna give you, we're gonna give you graphics like uh, Jurassic Park and Terminator Two. They barely doing that now. What you mean? <laughs> how, 
how you going to put movie graphics on a That's what 64 was promised. bit console? That's what was promised. Who who did that? Sega? And, was that you? <laughs> no, it was some it was some silicon um reality company or something like that. Oh. And Pied Piper. Pied Piper, right? What? Silicon Valley? Pied Piper? Oh, I never watched it. <sighs> Anyways, they um You're killing me. So, uh, killing me, Smalls. Yeah, you killing me, Josh. Um, I just thought that was interesting. And and did you know the? That is weird, though. How, I mean, dude, how would you physically do like the technology wasn't around at the time? Yeah, well, apparently it was for the movie industry. Yeah, but how you gonna take the movies and put it into a game system when you only got sixty four bits? That's my question. How how you gonna and fit it into? These car- and aren't these aren't these uh? How you gonna fit it into these cartridge? cartridges like fifteen megabytes or something? How you going to twenty megabytes? Fifteen megabytes. Yeah. How you gonna How are you gonna fit Jurassic Park on, onto a cartridge? That's crazy. I mean, there is a Jurassic Park game though, right? I mean, they got VHSs. <laughs> but here's it was called apparently the N sixty four. Before it was called the N sixty four was called Project Reality. That's what they named it because because of their company was something reality or something like that. Where do you get these guys? <laughs> Project Reality, um, that and then I guess later they got that that whole company got dumped. Obviously, yeah. Nintendo said something. I don't know. We doing our own they thing. Said, not today. Not today. <laughs> and, it, and it switched over to the Ultra sixty four. Ultra, Ultraman, and <laughs> Ultra sixty four is is that a thing? Where do you go from Super to the Ultra? Don't you like that? Don't you like that? We have Super Nintendo, and then we get an Ultra Nintendo, Ultra 64. But it has a kind of a, a ring to it. Ultra 64? It's tight. That's not bad, man. It's not. That's not bad. They I like to, it. They should uh, release the Ultra 64. <laughs> I'm sorry. We do it almost every episode. <sighs> so, apparently, release it. after everything <laughs> happened, and they launched... The Nintendo 64. Best ever. Do you remember where you were when that launched? Uh, I was I was like six. Six? You don't have memories of yourself at six? You trying to dive deep into my memory banks. Thanks. Uh, Call me Charles so, Xavier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, yeah. I'm bald. He, all he needs is a wheelchair, guys. Oh, don't say that. No, don't, don't <laughs> say that. I mean, you don't... You, you, <laughs> Don't put that into the ether. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyways, um, so when the N64 came out, um, of course, I was six years old, like I said. So I was a, I was a kid, but I didn't immediately get the N64. Uh, I wasn't one of those people who got it release day, launch day when it first came out. Uh, it probably wasn't like two years. I think I got it in 98 and I got it Christmas of 1998 Ooh, you yeah. got it as a christmas present christmas present so epic of course i had to wait two years everybody else already had them i i never even played it my cousins didn't have it but they had super nintendo so up until then i was still playing super nintendo and sega genesis but christmas of 1998 i got it i remember um me and my brother got it for a christmas gift and it was brand new in the box I still remember the opening the packaging and that just the epic. box just looks so clean and I can't wait until I get one of those uh, vintage boxes oh. um, and just, you know, keep it on the shelf and put so, it away. And uh, But 
it was Christmas and oh. the first game that we had on there, I think it even came with it or uh, or they bought it separate. Um, it was Quarterback Club 98. No way. With Brett Favre on it. Yeah. Brett Favre. I wish it had the Packers. Steve Young, you know, because Niners all day. But um, but it was Quarterback Club 98. Brett Favre, and uh, of course, we ended up getting Mario Kart and uh, mm-hmm. my favorite uh, back here, uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie, man. That's interesting because you, you, anytime we bring up, anytime I've ever known you and, and we bring up Nintendo 64, you've always brought up Banjo-Kazooie. And the weirdest thing is I went my entire life, I've never played Banjo-Kazooie. That's gonna have to change. In yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, it's a new year. And hey, we gonna play year, it, man. Twenty twenty. We're gonna play it. Banjo Kazooie. Duh. Oh. <laughs> so and I know Banjo Kazooie plays like Mario sixty four. It's very very similar. similar. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's but it's not at all the same. I I would go out on a limb and say that the music score in Banjo Kazooie. Is way better than Mario Kart 64. Okay, Mario 64 or Mario or Kart? M- Mario 64. Oh, sorry, Mario. Sorry. Yeah, Mario, Kart's, Mario Kart 64 has some of the cleanest epic tracks, and yeah. it's level after level. But see, that's what I think Banjo-Kazooie really capitalized on was it was almost like cinematic scores for every different like world and level that you went into. You had a different score for that level. Yeah. And it was just... it. it the time because i watched a, like a behind the scenes like documentary on how they wanted to introduce music into like f- like film type of music into video games yes. and it's funny that you said that uh-huh. that they wanted to make film like movies into video games yeah. but they they wanted to add the music and they did that with this and to this day it's still some of the most epic f- scores for for a video game one thing that i always love to do is i like when people present things from the past whether it be like a 70s movie or 80s movie or old tv show or a video game yeah especially because i'm all about the game industry and i love video games but when somebody brings out and and for you to say hey banjo kazooie is like my favorite game on n64 and it it holds all this nostalgia to me you know to you Mm -hmm. so one of the things that i love about nostalgia and retro games and, and just retro movies is for someone to present something like Banjo-Kazooie, and for me to experience it because I've never played it. That's the cool thing is playing something that you've never played and experiencing it for the first time, yeah. whether you're nowadays or when you're a little bit younger. But um, that's something that we're going to have to do, man, is Hell yeah. get you on there. And uh, I wish it had two players. Uh, I think in part two, Banjo-Tooie, they, they have like a multiplayer. Um, but Banjo-Kazooie 1, it's just all like... It's like one of the first open world RPG games, and it, well, it's just dude rare. It, it's from Rare, and Rare killed it on the sixty four. Yeah. Dude, Perfect Dark, Conquers Bad Fur Day, Banjo, Rare was lit back in the day. And now Microsoft ain't doing nothing with them. Well, I know you haven't experienced it, and you're so passionate about about Banjo and Nintendo. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. One thing I want you to experience is the rare replay i would love to play it i, I never you, got to play it on the 360 right no this is xbox or or is it one? Oh, okay i didn't xbox know they put it. one i don't wow. know if there was anything on 360 but 
on the Xbox One, there's the rare replay. They got like Battletoads and stuff. That's cool. When they have all the rare games, they have nice. Banjo One and Two, all HD. It, and and I want you to experience that. I got excited right it's now. It's the just... classic game, all HD, super clean, the most crispest audio you're gonna get. And you haven't crispus. Crispus. That's a word, <laughs> homie. So and, and I know you haven't experienced that. So I wanna no. I wanna give you that. Yeah. And we, I, sh- we should definitely we play should play it. Like it. I yeah. got I got the Xbox. The only thing better. The only thing better than that is playing be, the original. That that'd probably be better. But the next best thing would to be to play it on the Nintendo Switch. And I hope and pray that one of these days, because Microsoft and Rare are kind of partnering together, and you saw Banjo and Kazooie were on Super Smash. Super Smash, they brought them. And that was really back. cool. And yeah. so it kind of gave a lot of people, and me being one some of hope. them, some hope saying that... Nintendo knows about this. On maybe on their eStore, when they decide to drop the N64 library on, on the... You know how they have the classic gaming, the Super Nintendo? You think Nintendo. that's going to happen? I hope so, dude. That would be really... To for Nintendo to capitalize on something like that, it would bring a lot of those N64 fans who are just waiting. There's a lot of people just waiting to be able to play their N64 on a portable thing like their Switch. Well, and to the, play Banjo Kazooie like that, there's the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> they got the entire virtual console on the Wii. I got the Wii right here. We All right, can... yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I have to dip uh, out. <laughs> hey, um, we ain't no. gonna talk about the Wii. All right, on this episode. Okay, that's a, that's. A, <laughs> no, we talking about the. We could talk about the Wii. Um, um, I, I I wasn't a big fan of the Wii. That's crazy. He, you it, know, we are N sixty four. You know, it, I think that's crazy. Just like the fact that the way you wrap your controller. But hey, there's <laughs> it's neither here nor there. You know, um, and you mentioned getting a Nintendo sixty four for Christmas, and that's so dope because if anybody. Growing up in the '90s, '80s, or or what what have you, or even now, I think it would be cool oh, yeah. for kids. When you get a video game console on Christmas, bro, is that not the best Christmas? That was uh, honestly, yeah. That that was my first video game console ever. So not only was it like okay, like I had and uh, Super Nintendo or regular Nintendo Sega, it was my first console ever to get on Christmas. N64, and I think that's why it probably holds a special place in my heart. And then after that, I was just like, nope, no more. Like, it was end all be all for N64. Mm-hmm. That was that was it. I played N64 up until like high school, and after that, I maybe moved on to like Xbox or a PlayStation. And um, but I didn't honestly, uh, surprisingly, I didn't get. Or I didn't even have the desire to play, like GameCube, or Wii. So as the consoles, as Nintendo evolved, you were still playing. 64. I was still playing sixty four. That's cool. I, I just I, I nothing to me intrigued me that much as as much as the N sixty four did. How do you? How do and you I think f- it just kept me there. How do you feel about like the evolution of the systems and and with Nintendo in a whole and like the evolution, kind of not after 64 mm-hmm. but going from the nintendo entertainment system to the super well we had the famicom okay, we had the yeah, nes yeah we had the super nintendo mm-hmm. um and then we got our project reality we got our our, our nintendo 64 ultra 64 and i wanted to got this beautiful here here there you go 
you well, we're gonna get into this fantastic oh, right now. Yeah, fantastic. But before that, before we talk about the colors and the versatility uh, or or the the personality of the different sixty fours, I want to talk about like the evolution okay. of this system on and the controllers. Yeah, and I'm gonna say this is the sexiest. It's just beautiful, right? Game system of all time. Look at that. It's got thicker curves than anything I ever seen. And and it, and it, it it's not so much like just square anymore. Like you said, curves. The it's, Sega Saturn was so just square. Yeah. And even Nintendo, um uh, Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo, they're they're just a box, they're square. You know, you put the cartridge on, and of course, this is very similar. They didn't change the design too much, but they added but just they, these little rivets and the the curves. And, it's beautiful. And then to top it off, they added color, color, color. No <laughs> other game system that I know of had these vibrant, just beautiful pops of color. Yeah, and that's the one thing that Nintendo still to this day loves to do everybody's still on black and white gray whatever nintendo is just most like consoles are, are black we gonna yeah. put out some color nintendo uh switch light color pops and i just love it dude yeah uh, yeah the, the switch lights i forgot those were yeah, a thing yeah they got yellow blue well like the pink. joy cons you can choose you can cut you can you can buy something that best represents you right yeah it's your favorite color or something like that and that was the other cool thing too is the controllers are all colored so yeah. you don't have just that one color or or like just the buttons you know mm -hmm. like the buttons might have been colored on some of the systems but now the whole controller i always love too that the, the where you plug it in has that color so when it's plugged yeah. into the system you can see oh that's mine that's my brother that's my friends like yeah. it, it's so cool it continues with it it yeah. gives you that that burst of personality it uh, gives you a a bunch to choose from yeah like for the consumer um but definitely the controller is is the weirdest nintendo nintendo always does weird stuff i think that everyone kind of recognizes that they yeah. always try new things they're not afraid to try something new they're not afraid to not worry about the competition hey maybe our system's not going to be as powerful as that but guess what mm -hmm. our system's going to be fun yeah right that that if if a four-year-old three-year-old picks it up or if a 60-year-old picks it up they know how to it's kind of user-friendly uh nintendo's always been really good at that very much yeah um but the n64 controller is weird what's weird about it what what uh do you not like it do you not like the the third leg the middle i love it i love the fact that you hold it Cause that's, that's it's almost like a joystick. Yeah, that's really the the next evolution of it. it because you know it went from a pad, just just this here, went from the pad yeah. to now it has that that third leg. So if you want to be a psychopath, you can hold it from the middle. That's crazy. You don't do that, but I don't have no control from the middle. It feels weird. You, like, how do you like, hit the Z button? How do you hit the Z with button? My right hand. No, no, no. Podcast <laughs> <my right> is <laughs> over. No, you do not reach over and tap it. You pull it like trigger of a gun. That's the point. Put it in your hand and pull that trigger. My third oh, wait, finger is you, right Oh, wait, here. you can't because you have the cord in your way. Well, of course, I'm going to unwrap it if I'm playing the game. I ain't going to keep it right. I'm just shooting. I'm shooting back. Um, How about this rumble pack, though? Star Fox 64, baby. Let's get into some of the games. Yeah. Oh, 
Mm. You need, you want to talk about games? I want to talk about games. Yeah. I want to talk about everything from Mario 64 to Shadows of the Empire to Star Fox 64. And what was up with... Overload. 64. Why do I got to put 64 out there everything? It's 64 bits, Donkey baby. Kong 64. Yeah. That's another one. I'll tell you what. They're capitalizing on the 64. They want to... They want to keep putting it in people's faces. We got 64. Even though it wasn't bits. as good as the PlayStation. That's weird. They 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 wanted to stay with the cartridges. They were like marketing the fact that they're only a fraction of what the competition was. That's weird. To me, that's weird, dude. 128, 128 bits on a PlayStation. You had you had you had game companies leave Nintendo that have been faithful to Nintendo, like Square. Yeah. Right? Like with the Final Fantasy games. They mm-hmm. said, wait a minute. You're sticking with cartridges? We're out, homie. We're going to PlayStation. We can have our games. Look at all the Final Fantasy games. Got four discs. We got hours and hours and data. We need room. We need storage. Well, see, they eventually went to the disc on the GameCube. But I'm I'm more I'm more of a cartridge man. But they the cartridge. They still didn't go full disc. No, they they did like a mini disc. They stayed different. Nintendo has this track record of like Mm -hmm. going against the the grain. grain, Yeah, Yeah. they didn't want to do this big old fat disc. They were like, we're gonna minimize it, and uh, they you probably can't fit more on that disc. But you know, they like you said, they want to be different. And so even though you could probably get more on that disc for PlayStation. They say, you know what? We're going to be different. We're going to stay with what we love. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. They say, we're going to just improve on 64 bits because it's an upgrade from Super Nintendo. But we're going to stay with the classic cartridge because people love it. It was cheaper to make. Cheaper to make. Might have been. Wait a minute. Might've was been it cheaper a, or more? I think it, it was, was cheaper. more. No. Really? Yeah, that's why the Nintendo 64 has a small library of games. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. It costs more than to print on a CD. That's another reason why companies moved Left. over to They said, hey, I could, I, could, I could produce this game for cheaper on the PlayStation. Yeah. It's got more space. But with the PlayStation, with the Sega Saturn, what did we get in that generation that everyone hated? Load times. Oh, yeah. Man, load times. Uh, just sitting there as a kid, and you, you 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 got your controller in your hand, and you're going to the next level, and it's just like loading, loading. PlayStation One loading, loading, out of this world. Just killing me, man. Loading. Yeah, sixty four, man. You don't got load times. I, little to none. Yeah, little uh, to none. Not, not that I remember, and, and that's something. If I'm playing a sixty four game, I don't really remember a lot of loading. Maybe they did something on the load screen that was like interactive uh, yeah interactive or maybe just a little flashy to kind of keep your attention because as a kid you, your attention is like nothing it's just out the window yeah if you lose attention and you're just like nope done so um so yeah and n64 it just to me man it, they they just had a lot of really good games really good titles even though the 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 amount of the title library was smaller i think they were like okay well we're gonna make those titles count Epic, yeah. Shadow, gonna, Shadows of the Empire. Uh, one of my favorites, man. You get a, you get a play, uh, you get a fight. Ig eighty eight. You get a fight, Boba Fett. You're Dash Rendar. Just tight. Uh, you get a, you get to on the first level. They had a speeder level. On the first level, you get to uh, man the snow speeder on Hoth. Sick. The snow speeder, and you're just taking down ATATs and those little, those little, you're just shooting them. Going around the ATAT or whatever. You get to shoot your harpoon. So epic. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game is epic. It's still to this day one of my favorites, next to Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Rogue Squadron is better on PC, but... Oh, we ain't going to talk about PCs <laughs> today, player. But Rogue Squadron was good. When it came down to those two Star Wars games, Shadows of the Empire all day. Yeah, of course. Right? Because you got to play the character. more. Yeah, more down-to-earth uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars, and it was a new character, and it was, it, but, but it was like expanding on this world. Basically Han Solo, but I mean... Better, I would say. Ooh. Ooh. We won't get into that. He's shooting first. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm shooting first. Yeah, fuck Greedo. Um, Star Fox 64 was huge because it brought us the Rumble Pack. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Is now you can feel the game. My favorite Star, Star Fox game. I've gone back and played some of the older ones, but nothing. I can't do the Super no, Nintendos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you grew up and you love the Super Nintendo Star Fox. Uh, it's it's too poly it's just yeah it's too polygon way too polygon it's and it doesn't it's just i didn't grow up because remember i didn't have a super mm. so i didn't play star fox the first star fox experience yeah was 64 that was so the first one. having that as your baseline you can't go back i can't go under i'm sorry i'm sorry it's a great franchise i love it yeah um but dude star fox 64 is so fun the replayability of choosing different things to do in that level, it puts you on a different course. Yeah. Dude. Those were always really cool. You I get to that. play as a tank. Oh. That was so cool. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, to be able to play on a tank, not only can you fly through the air, then now you're sitting there on the on the ground, and it would rumble. It would super oh. rumble. Yeah. It was all built around that. It all that feedback. When you get shot, your controller rumbles. You got to play in different worlds. There was lava worlds, underwater worlds. Do a barrel roll. My my favorite line, do a barrel roll. How has that, from a little 64 game like Star Fox, has became a pop culture reference? Crazy, right? A lot of people know that term. They don't even know Star Fox. But they love it. They love it. Do a barrel it. roll. Yeah, it's just classic. And uh, I like Slippy. Slippy's cool. I was more of a Falco guy. Yeah, the cool guy. Jeez. I guess I should be thankful. I always hated him. <laughs> What an asshole. What an ungrateful asshole. But then you cared, right? Yeah. And, and, and Star Fox was great because it was about unity as a team. I like that. Like, you care. Like, all of a sudden, like, you're trying to fight. Like, help me out, Fox. Yeah. And, 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 that was cool. It's up to you to save your partner if yeah. he's going to be in the rest of the level or you with just you. just be like, fuck him. Yeah. Let you, him you die. Dead. Let Slippy. Falco die. Yeah, let Falco die. And then I like how I just love Damn it. I'll get I'll get lost in yeah, each one of these in games. Star Fox sixty four. But remember, at the end of, at the end of the day, only I can rule Lilat. One of the craziest things, going from the Super Nintendo to the sixty four, was getting your friends and family involved. Four players. Ooh, four players. It's not just about mm-hmm. you and a friend. You don't need no multi-tap player. It's built right in. The multi-tap. You don't need it. You don't need that little V. It's built right in. You got the four players. Some of my first memories with with, with the 64, um, it was a big, large group of friends. It was kind of in an apartment complex, so... There was like up to maybe some, most times like eight kids. Oh, yeah. You were crammed in there, huh? Just yeah. playing video games. Dude, and the I'm telling you, man, obviously the first thing I ever played was Mario Kart. Now, Mario Kart, it was one of like 
that game, I'm telling you, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I never played Mario Kart. One, one more game on Super I never played as growing Me up. Me neither. Never yeah. played the original. Uh, Mario Kart 64, it's to this day, I'm sorry, F Mario Kart 8. Exactly. Dude. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you said it. Cause I'm I was tired of people accepting that trash, dude. I'm so sick and tired of people accepting Nintendo not making a Mario Kart for the Switch. Just the whole regurgitated, oh, 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 I'm oh, here's, here's a Nintendo Switch. Oh, ho, ho. what game shall we put on it? Do we, oh, oh, oh here's Let's a give brand the same new... one that was on the Wii. No. Half the damn, okay, a third, whatever, a quarter of the catalog is just regurgitated Wii U games. That's what I'm saying. Just give me the N64 Mario Kart on the Switch. Online. Do it. Yeah, online. That's so all I, can play I want. Everybody. And a course creator. Hey, yeah, imagine it's, making it's, 64 courses. And that and might be them. the thing. That might be the next it's thing. It's not going to happen. Because Nintendo don't like us that much. I'm going to tell you that. That's Nintendo true. Get, if Nintendo cared what we had to say, we would have customized backgrounds on a Switch. Well, but you know, we they, don't. They, they might be listening to the podcast. So, <laughs> Nintendo. Better get on your shit and yeah, do it. Get that shit going. Yeah, but what was your favorite uh, Mario Kart level? My uh, favorite Mario Kart level? Yes, uh, like course, course, because they they call it a course in there. I got good. I got a lot of favorite courses. I I love. Are that you 150 super cc? 150 all day. Wait a minute. Was are you on that 50 cc? No, 50 cc is trash, dude. I don't, I don't play. You play it's newbies, that. right? Yeah. Rainbow Road, dude. Is it? Rainbow it's because Road. it's because that's the when I think nostalgia when I think when I think video games and nostalgia in the nineties, it's four player Mario Kart, and Rainbow Road was always that final, Ooh. that final level to get first place to get your points up, player. Yeah, man. And it was just the, so, it was so beautiful. It's like the longest level, the longest course in the whole game. Doing that jump, you remember? Oh Jumping man! Jumping to the other side of the track, you just jump off. Yeah. <laughs> Just go flying off the track, but like um, that one's a lot of fun. I love Wave Race. Okay, I wanted to talk about that Wave Race a little bit. Okay, a lot there of people go. don't. A lot of people, you know, they they, they leave Wave Race out of it. Wave Race, wave race was huge to me. Yeah, uh, man, playing with 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 a bunch of friends and and be in summertime and being out. Uh, yeah, you got the parents barbecuing. You're you're squirting each other with the hose. You're playing in the little kid pool, and then you run inside all wet. And we grabbing the Nintendo sixty four controllers and we playing Wave Race. No, you can't play the N sixty four while wet. Yeah, who you cares? Gonna mess up your controllers. Nah, player. And they wrap them like a psychopath. Oh my! <laughs> Dude, I, I love Wave Race. It, it was like a sensory overload um, of having those pool days, those summer yeah. pool days, and then playing Wave Race, jumping around and diving and doing flips in the water. I love the physics of that. But <laughs> when it came to like playing with a group of friends, do Goldeneye? Ooh, Goldeneye. Ooh. Were you were you a big Goldeneye kid? Hard. Dude, there I was wasn't. A- I wasn't. I was. I, I mean. Three party games right off the bat. It was wrestling, it Ooh. was Goldeneye, and it was Mario Kart. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's what that's what's gonna be happening. Unless I had the golden gun, I wasn't playing Goldeneye, bro. Cause I, I ain't gonna sit there and chase you around the map and where I can't see you and it's all it was, blocky. And... It was probably because you weren't putting your hands on the controller right. <laughs> well, I don't I, I wasn't a big first shooter person game. So 
first person shooter. Yeah. I said that backwards. Yeah. But I wasn't big on that. I was more like RPGs, open world games, um, Mario Kart. You, you, you give me a cart, something I can drive. Cruising USA. Oh, cruising, cruising USA. That one, bro. That was a good sixty-four game. Yeah, I love that. Cruising USA. Oh, cruising. So yeah, your driving games on on you N64 know, was sick. You know what was so cool? Uh, Chuck E. Cheese was huge to me as a kid. They had like the little thing where you could you could play. It was like arcade, but you can play Cruising USA. Being able to play Cruising USA as an arcade machine, dope. And then being able to go home. And play it on my super, or I mean, on my uh, sixty-four. Yeah. <laughs> when I can mimic the arcade experience, I got some arcade sticks behind me. When yeah. I can mimic the arcade experience at home, I've won. Yeah, game over. I won. Dunzo. That's it. That's all you need. Bring the arcade home. All you need is a Nintendo sixty-four. Uh, That's the slogan. An arcade. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slogan. Um, wrestling. Games. Get into it, man. WCW versus NWO. Revenge. Ooh. Bash at the beach. Bash at the beach. I know you. Baby. Yeah, you want to talk yeah. about it. I'm gonna grab my stop sign from out the crowd and beat your ass with it. Razor Bob Wire bat. I'm yeah. reneging you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Um, I think one of the funnest things as a party game on 64 was the wrestling games. Yeah, man. Even if you weren't into wrestling. People had a blast. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to grab you. I'm going to flip you, you know? Yeah. And it was so fun to create your own character. Doing those submissions. You got THQ Man in a chokehold. THQ Man. <laughs> THQ Man. Wrestling games on 64 were amazing. That, you can't beat them, dude. You really can't. And no. honestly, now SmackDown on the ps1 was was great of but, course but yeah. now like 2k man wrestling has just fallen yeah they try to make it too much of a simulation and that's why most wrestling games that do really well are more of an arcade wrestling game mm -hmm. just funsies you that's know? that's what people remember that's what they kind of grew up with that's kind of where what they revert back to they're trying to make it too realistic now and it's, it's just literally simulation game of uh, yeah yeah i don't want to rotate the analog for a submission to do this like a ufc game yeah i get that it, i just it, want to press a and b and watch him do a power bomb i want power bomb you off the top rope homie yeah and that was the cool thing about uh wcw nwo revenge um it, or, or just you know the levels but then all the moves you got to do the finishers clothesline big boot uh you, you get to play as hollywood hulk hogan yeah that was and, cool. and then they had their taunts too so they were like they were like taunting it, it was just that game has a lot of fond memories for me uh me and my friends would always get together and play them of course four player uh so that that way you didn't have to pass the sticks and so they, much. They they yeah, and they then they uh, basically finished uh, that generation with uh, no mercy. Oh yeah, no. That mercy. was the cream de la creme mm. of wrestling games on the sixty four. It has the most wrestlers, the most yeah. unique uh, creative uh, create. You can create matches. It had all these different match rules. Um, they had way more roster, yeah. Yeah, and you, yeah. you can do more with custom, your character. and Yeah, No Mercy was nuts. <laughs> um, that was like the, the end all of Behemoth, behemoth wrestling game. Behemoth, baby, but, yeah. Uh, um, Mario Party. Were you were you a big Mario Party kid? Mario Party 1 and 2, but Mario Party That's 1, That's my yeah. favorite, Mario Party 1. I didn't have it until later in life, though. Me too, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and my friends, probably after high school, maybe like during college, we would get together, and that's literally what we would do every night. Probably grab some drinks, grab some chips, candy, whatever, and we'd just sit there and pass around our belt, our little title belt. We had a plastic title belt Tired. that we would play, and we would play Mario Party 1, and whoever ended up winning at the end would get that little... I think it's is that belt behind you. Okay, yeah, yeah right that, there. Yeah, that's cool. We would pass around that belt, but uh, our favorite level was to play the Wario Wario World okay. uh, level because you're you're getting shot from island to island on okay. on a cannon, so it just like shoots you, and then it's all random. And Mario Party was just sick. well, Mario Party is literally a virtual board game board game, and I think that's cool. And I'll, I'll be honest, hey, I'm tr- not trying to shit on Nintendo, but they just don't learn. They the, the Mario Party on the Switch is trash. It's whack, dude. Some of it's okay. It, it, of course, it's not. It's, it's too limited, dude. Yes. I don't understand. Yes. Why don't you just give us what we want? We want more levels. We want more characters. I was hoping they were going to have so many more levels. And Retro it's... levels. Callbacks. Levels off the original games. Somebody hired this man dude, for I... Nintendo because... And, and, and I think that's what's cool is because they even did that Mario Kart 8, though. I'll give them that. Well, of course, They yeah. brought back old school levels. Yeah. You can play levels from the original. Give me a new game. Don't give me what's the same with, game we're not from the Wii. A, we're not getting a Mario Kart for this console at all. They don't care. Imagine if they dropped Mario Kart 9. <laughs> he going to make this man eat his words. Yeah. Please, <laughs> let me. be like, give Mario Kart 9 tomorrow. <laughs> oh, do it. Hey, I will. I will literally eat my I'm words. I'm going to retract that statement. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but the versatility of what has what has happened in the game industry, but it's reverting back to it now, which is nice, is uh, what they call couch co-op. Okay. See, old school consoles, sixty four. Ain't no, ain't no online unless you had a sixty four DD. Yeah, uh, that's a we whole didn't even rabbit talk hole. About that. Yeah, that's a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, but. Couch co-op is me and you are actually sitting here playing together. We ain't of playing course, online. Yeah. In the playing, same room. Playing Mario Kart online is cool feature, but dude, Mario Kart's a vicious game. And when you have friends that are engaged in it, it becomes something more. And when they're physically next to you, yeah. you can throw chips at them or, or whatever you're going to do. You just tap them a little bit. Yeah, and nudge them in the play elbow. Play with their controller. You know what I'm saying? Uh, DDT them real quick in the middle of a match and then hit them with a blue shell and see them become more angrier than you ever seen them. But those are those are relationship, uh, friendship killers, okay? And Mario Kart 64 and Mario Party. Yeah. Bro, those, it gets real. It gets real. It gets real on those. Especially when you... When you talking shit and you back it up. And you got a belt that yeah. if you lose, you ain't got your belt no more. You go home hella sad. Yeah, that's that sucks. <laughs> Me and my friends, dude, we took it so seriously. Like, we would literally battle for that all the time. And if you lose that belt, bro, you're pissed the rest of the night, man. That's awesome. You got to go home without your belt that you went to your friend's house with. You show up, champ, throwing your belt around you to champ, and then you lose. That sucks. <laughs> That's hilarious. The worst thing ever. Um, yeah, the sixty-four though, man, it 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 is it, always going to be so many fun memories. I don't know if I'll say it's my favorite Nintendo console of all time. Oh, it's my favorite because I love the Straight NES. Straight up, 
uh, the well, original yeah. Nintendo. Original Nintendo, but see, I didn't have one. Yeah. And so I, I didn't have that connectivity to it. I never yeah. owned one until, of course, I later in life I yeah. bought them. Um, but Super Nintendo, you know, I loved Super Mario World, but again, it wasn't mine. It was my cousin's. Yeah. I had to go over, over to other people's houses. Yeah. So I fell in love with the first one that I owned. And so from this day forward, and all be all. Super Nintendo, or six, I keep saying Super Nintendo. <laughs> it's Nintendo 64. Fantastic, baby. Fantastic, fire red, orange. 64, fire though, orange. the expansion pack's in there. Yeah, it is. Look what at was that. the first game that needed the expansion pack? Perfect Dark, right? I, I want to believe, I believe so. So if you didn't like GoldenEye, you didn't like Perfect Dark. No. That's crazy. I like Conker's Bad Fur Day, though. Ooh. That was, that was Classic. cool. Classic. Yeah. That's another thing in that rare replay. Okay. They got that too. It's That's all cool. it's all remastered and shit, whatever. It's great. Upscaled. Whatever yeah. the term We're gonna have to we're gonna have to play that. That'll be fun. I got it. It's on a shitty system, Xbox One, but no da 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 da. But um sixty four is it's a part of the nineties nostalgia. Of course. It, yeah. it it's it's always going to be a part of it's like a staple point in the 90s. In the 90s. Yeah, it's the landmark. It's right in there in the middle, too. 96, right? Yeah, it came out in 1996. Um, I want to say like mid-96, like maybe July or something like that. Um, in September. Was it? Okay. Maybe. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I could have my dates wrong. but I didn't get it at launch. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, it's middle of 1990s, of the yeah. 90s. And it's just, it was the evolution of Nintendo. And the next step. Obviously, Nintendo has reverted back to cartridges. Interesting, huh? Yeah, They're they, not discs anymore. Yeah. They, they made them smaller, of course. Uh, well, technology, you know, we could put literally a little yeah. a little SD card like this. I was just going to say, it's, it's basically... 128 gigs. Crazy. Crazy. It's basically just an SD card. That's nuts. Yeah. And but at least it's still physical. It's physical. It's still physical. I, I love physicality. Where do you think that's going to go? Give it, give me your prediction as uh, Nintendo evolves even, mer- even more. And, and where do you think even the next Nintendo system, you think it's going to be all digital? Unfortunately, yes. I do believe that it will be all digital. But you take the risk, which Nintendo loves to do, of losing those people who love practicality. Yeah. Who love to physically own something. But more and more, you know, you got the eShop, you got everything is becoming virtual, digital, and that's the future. So, but on my side, I'm going to get back to the basics and play some Nintendo 64 to the day I D.I.E. So you're saying we can't play GoldenEye right now? We could play. But I'm just going to mollywop you. Exactly. Ah, I need some competition. (laughs) Exactly. So I ain't going to put up that great of a fight, but if you... Get on some Mario Kart or some Mario Party. Or some it's wrestling. Whole, it's a whole nother story. You're going to see a different side of Eddie. <laughs> there you go, player. Yeah, man. Until next time, everybody. Yo, man, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the only thing better than talking about N64 is actually playing it. So now that the podcast is done and over with, we're going to jump on Twitch and play some Banjo-Kazooie right now, man. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitch or our YouTube. That is twitch.tv forward slash back to the basics. YouTube, simple, back to the basics. We're going to be having a, a lot of fun future content coming out. So Mario Part. Mario Party, Mario Party too. Yeah, Mario Kart tournaments, though. I'm excited. 
and hopefully you guys could take part of that. Um, I can't wait to beat you in some Mario Kart, dude. It's not gonna happen. You're gonna get blue shelled. <laughs> I will green shell guru snipe you. Ooh, yeah, he man. said green shell. Green shell. Wow, yeah, not right. That, Yo, aim's trash. That red stuff. Yeah. That out of here. But like always, another great fun nostalgic discussion yeah. of something from our childhood that we just are absolutely in love with is 64 the... bits of nostalgia Ooh, that yeah. nintendo baby ain't hey i'm just gonna say it nintendo hasn't had a console this good since the 64 if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> nintendo awesome. take that and uh you know make another one Hey, we're still waiting for that Nintendo 64 Classic, right? They're supposed to be coming out with that little Can't classic. Can't wait for that. Or just give us a virtual just console. Put it, just put it on the on eStore. The, yeah, let yeah. us buy it. I'll buy a 64 game at full price to play it on my Switch today. I'll walk around with it right now just playing Mario Kart. Ugh, Online getting, battle it. Yeah. Getting, getting beat. That was a lot of fun. So uh, if you guys are enjoying the content, make sure you follow us. Stay up to date with everything uh, that we got going on. And until next week, friends, remember, stay nostalgic on that eternal quest to get back to the basics.